Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. You know it's draft day when the boards are lighting up left and right. Welcome into the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM alongside former NFL GM Michael Lombardi. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. What a day today, Michael. The truth will finally be told. Let the truth set you free today, Stormy. Here we go. We're going to find out what actually is going to happen. And I will caution everybody again. I think this is one of those drafts, if you go back to the 13 draft, not a lot of great players in that draft. So wherever teams pick guys, let's not criticize them for where they go. Oh, they should have picked that guy 20 picks later. Mm -hmm. No. This is a beauty in the eye of the beholder draft. And – the, we can't even get the first five picks right. It's so <laughs> tedious. It's so difference of opinion. The quarterbacks are all over the place. I mean, we think we still don't know if Bryce Bryce Young has not been told he's the number one pick yet, which is crazy, insane. And I mean, the his Panthers- agents in Kansas City, he's in Kansas City, and you know, and they think it's going to happen. They're confident it's going to happen. But but what are we doing? Just hours away, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern, when the draft will get underway from Union Station in downtown Kansas City. But yeah, Bryce Young, the best quarterback in this class, the only quarterback, um, according to you, Michael, this is a one-quarterback draft with Bryce Young at the top of that list. He has adjusted back to being a significant favorite. The Panthers and Frank Reich did come out and say that they have reached a unanimous consensus decision, if you you will, on who their guy is. They just didn't tell us. All these picks for Will Levis? Could you imagine? I mean, think about in this context. If you traded all these picks for Will Levis, you traded away, you're trading for not even the best quarterback in the conference. Think about that. All of this volatility. Which is what the Bears did with Mitchell Trubisky, remember? Yeah. They traded for the second best quarterback in the concept, and, and they let Watson just stay out there. So is that like a narrative thing? Like you just can't buy into the media, stick to – if you're in those rooms, make sure that you're just sticking to your guns and what you believe in. And- yeah, because, I mean, our opinions – what makes their opinions better than ours? We have way more data. We have way more data. We have the medical. We have the psychological. We have the tape. We, we have way more data. Do you think anybody in the media has watched as much tape as some of these teams have? Of course not. It's right? their jobs, right? Yeah, like it's their jobs yeah, to watch you know, they watch tape. a couple clips on YouTube – 
they don't have access to all the college games. I mean, I can go, you can go home and watch a college game. You can watch any player play. You can really get involved in it if you have access to the, the Thunder and all those stuff. So not a lot of people in the media do. So it's a hard thing to do when you're outside the league. Do you have a best day one memory? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that my best one was my first one. We traded up to get a receiver, and we wanted Eddie Brown, and we still, we settled on Jerry Rice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. I mean, is that unbelievable, right? We settled on Jerry. Well, as when Walsh handed me back the phone, he said, we'll just take Jerry Rice. And we had to wait for the Chiefs to pick before we could do it. He was on the phone with Mike Brown, uh, Paul Brown, senior, the great Paul Brown. And he was on the phone with them, and uh, he, he, Paul Brown said, no, I'm going to make the pick. And so – and. And I was standing right next to Coach Walsh, and he said, and I'm like, who are they picking? And they're going to pick Eddie because we would have traded up to get yeah. Eddie. Eddie was unbelievable. If Eddie would have come to San Francisco, you know, he would have been dynamic. Not not that he wasn't at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Jerry was obviously a cut above everybody. Yeah, but, I mean, that's incredible. And that goes back to what you've talked about a lot in this yeah. draft process is don't fall in love with anybody. Right. Um, and you get Jerry Rice, who ends up he going on to be, the like, the said, best wideout in the history yeah, well, of the sports. He just handed me the phone for me to hang it up and says, we'll take Rice. That's is that, I mean, there's so many things about that draft that I wish I would have saved. Uh, you know, he, he wrote a note. He had three cans of tape in his office. And on the note, on the tape, when I finally had enough courage to ask him to go get the tape to send it back out, because remember we're dealing with 16 millimeter tape back in 1984. Okay, a different so, world. Yeah, it's a different world. So you had to send that tape around. No FedEx either, by the way. You had to go to the mailbox and send it out. And so uh, we, you know, and the coaches were calling from all over. Can you send that tape out? Archie Cooley was all mad. And so finally, I had enough courage to ask Coach Walsh. I said, "Can I get that tape out of your office?" And on the, t- on the cans of three tapes, he had a little note in his left-handed handwriting, and he wrote, John Jefferson, dot, 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 with speed. That's how he described Jerry Rice. I wish I kept that note. I mean, and I could still see that note like it's yesterday, and this is not a flashbulb memory. You know where you have flashbulb memories is when you remember events in your life, but you remember them way differently. You know, where were you on 9-11? Where were you, you know, when the rocket went, when, when the Space Challenger went? All those events uh, this one wasn't. Like I could still see where I was standing in his office. Nicole, the secretary, was out there telling me to get out of his office as quick as I could. You know, so it was it was interesting. But you have so many of those memories. You know, for to me, and I want to tweet like this is a great day to honor some of the great people that have that have done the scouting work too, which we don't do enough of, right? Like Al Davis should be honored today because what he's done for personnel and scouting is really something that's way different. You know, Bucko Kilroy, one of the former New England Patriots who played the Philadelphia Eagles, should be in the Hall of Fame. You know, he should. Ron Wolf. I mean, there's so many great personnel guys that have come before us that haven't really had the honor. And this is a day for personnel people. You know, this is a day to highlight them. We should call this the Paul Brown Draft Day or something. Yeah. You know, there should be a way to touch history back. Well, and I love that. And it's in, in a league like this, it's copy and steal everything, right? Somebody comes up with an idea. It works. How to calculate X, Y, Z, how to come up with a test. And then other teams go ahead you know and mean, execute look, it and look, have success. We would not run 40 yard dash. If it wasn't for Paul Brown. We would not give out testing. If it wasn't for Paul Brown, Paul Brown was the, we the, also wouldn't have headsets in the NFL. If it wasn't not for have, Paul Brown. There you go. Very good. I mean, we would not advance. He was the bill Gates. He developed the software for coaching. That's who he is. And we should honor that. I mean, he is. And I wrote about it in the next book uh, about that. And to me, you know, it goes back to 
the great Burt Bell who gets on a train and and, and takes the, the the train to Minneapolis because he wants to sign this fullback from the University of Minnesota. And and even then, even then in 1930 something like that, 41 before the draft, even then the players were manipulating the teams. Like he met him in the lobby of the Minneapolis hotel. Then he went to the phone booth, and he was kind of talking a different because there was no draft. Everybody mm-hmm. was going to the highest bidder, so there was no drafts, right? So when he came back, he kind of basically told Bert, "Well, I don't know." And Bert had to get back on the train, and that's when Bert Bell went back to Philly, and he was the owner of the Eagles, and he said, "Look, we we need a draft. Mm-hmm. We need to balance this thing out. We need some way to balance the league, and the only way we can do that is through a draft." And the Packers, the Giants. The Bears, those were the three teams that were getting all the players at the time because they had the most money, and they acquiesced to it, and that's why we have the draft today. Awesome. Love the history. And even though I know that there are some things you wish you had from that time with with Bill Walsh, the beauty of you being a writer is that I know that you can log all of that kind of stuff and have those memories forever, which is great. Yeah, it's really good. But these are great days for the young men, too. Let's not remember this. And dreams are going to be made. This is what they have wanted their entire life. And it just starts. You know, it just starts. Now the hard work begins. And so when it comes to the number one overall pick, it is very largely assumed that it is going to be Bryce Young going number one overall. I feel like it's in the movie draft day when Kevin Costner has the little <laughs> note that says Bonte Mac no matter what. I was in Cleveland when he, when he did that movie. Yeah, That's of course, great. naturally Millie came over almost every day when Kevin Costner <laughs> was there. Shocking, did. right? It was shocking. Like, she would uh, never come to the office and all of a sudden, every day, she's there, like, you know, hanging around Kevin Costner and we had uh, uh, and we had Jennifer Gardner was in the movie yep. too. So, yeah, it was hilarious. That's great. Uh, so, Bryce Young currently minus 2,500 to be the top overall oh, to 2500 selection at BetMGM, yes. And so now here's where things get interesting because overnight, when we were looking at the number two overall selection odds yesterday, we're looking um, at Will Anderson, a plus 350 price on Monday. It was about five to one. He is now odds on minus 350. What changed with the Houston Texans? What's the hot goss? What's going to happen at number two, what you're hearing? You know, I said this in the pod. I, I think it would be really a, a doctoral project to understand the effects of social media, the owner's reaction to social media, the owner's wealth. Remember, when, when I'm giving you that story about Bill Walsh and Jerry Rice, the, the league was way different. There was $16 million coming in per team to the networks. It was not a big league. There were no owners had yachts. I mean, it was teams were selling for, you know, well less than $100 million. I mean, this now they're selling for $6 billion. These guys have great, great wealth. And so they have no, they have no patience. They have no patience at all. So they want a quick fix. And I think this reaction to this quarterback market is a quick fix. I really do. I don't – every guy – we just had Rick Venturi on, who's really good. He was on Mitch and Pauly earlier today. I urge anybody to listen to him. Rick knows his stuff. And Rick talked about every one of these guys have problems. They all, and I've been saying it all along. They all have issues. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not getting a sure thing. The only sure thing is Lamar, but nobody wants to go down that road. It's funny, right? It is interesting, especially considering the Colts, obviously their favorite to get a quarterback. Right, and I think a lot of this is being driven by the owner of the Texans who de- wants a quarterback. Now, could they, here's what I think. If I were Nick, I would try to pick a really good player or two, and we see the Will Anderson market moving greatly. And then I would take 12 and try to get up as high as I could. I would take 12 and try to get to three. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you do that, right? So the third pick overall in the draft is worth 2,400 points. This is the Jimmy Johnson system, but I'll keep it simple for you. 
It's worth 2,400 points. The, the 12th pick in the draft is worth 1,200 points. So you have to give something to Monty of 1,200 points. So you could give him your two next year. Okay, give him a two. That's 650 points. So now you're still 600 short. And you got to figure out, do I give him a one next year? So I give him this year's two and a one. you got to get him over 2,400. And if he has more offers out there, like it's being reported, then, you know, he say, no, 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 I'm going to need more than that. Call his bluff. The Texans, one of four teams with multiple first-round picks. They have two and 12, thanks to the Deshaun Watson trade. Seattle has five with the Russell Wilson trade and 20. The Lions, via Matthew Stafford, have number six and number 18. And the Eagles have that number 10 overall pick from the Saints, as well as number 30. But for the Texans, we saw that in Daniel Jeremiah's latest mock draft as well. And he's one of those prognosticators that I do really respect his opinion in here. He works hard. And he had the Texans trading up for the number three overall pick as well, taking Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud in each of those spots. That makes sense. I mean, that's a good, you're getting a good player, you're taking a project. Yep. You know. We'll continue our draft conversation throughout the course of the next two hours back here on the Lombardi Line next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It is draft day. Stormy Bonantoni alongside the hardest working man at the network today, Michael Lombardi, because you were up this morning on Follow the Money for a full hour. You recorded the GM Shuffle pod, which is dropping today. Now you're here. And then later tonight, when the draft is going on, 
You're going to be all over the place. And, and my little granddaughter got me a cold. So, and, and I can't get <laughs> mad at her. And that's the hard part. You said yesterday, have grandkids. You'll always be sick. You'll always be sick. Like, I haven't been able to lick it. And she, you know, I mean, her nose is always running. Now my nose is always running. So it is what it is, Stormy. You got to battle through. We got to have a little mental toughness today. We got to have to find our I way. I love it. I appreciate you pushing through for us today on the program. We were talking a little bit ago about what the Texans would do with that number two overall selection. Perhaps they do trade up from the 12 spot as well and get picks two and three right now. Now, what the odds board is telling us is that Will Anderson is a minus 350 favorite to be the number two overall selection and Stroud. Even money bet still the favorite, however, to go number three. Um, that would make sense if the Texans ultimately did trade up. Currently, the Arizona Cardinals have the number three yeah. overall selection. Um, do they listen to Kyler and go offensive line like you mentioned in your column yesterday? Um, what do you think happens there with Arizona? I, I think what, what happens with Arizona is they're out shopping this pick. Yeah, they're they've considering been, trade offers. They've been right? shopping this pick for a long time. <laughs> I mean, I, I said on my podcast, they're like the front they're like the uh piano store that always has a sale. Like they're gonna have a sale on on something. Now, can they can Tennessee come up to get it? Can Houston come up to get it? There's a lot of speculation in the league that that Tennessee wants to remodel their team. And it could start with CJ Stroud at quarterback and it could start with trading Derek Derek Henry. That would be a remodel. Remember, they have $27 million of money available to them that they could use, called Ryan Tannehill, to help them get away. They haven't done anything with Tannehill's contract because they don't want any lingering effects. So I think Rand Carthon is in the remodeling business. I think he needs to change this team. And the only way you can change the team is because they're so ingrained in the Derrick Henry system, you know, and they don't throw the ball very effectively. It's hard for them. So would they trade up to get C.J. Stroud, keep Tannehill on the team, perhaps trade Henry if they could? Uh, I think that they're an interesting team to look at to trade up, just as Houston. If Houston decides to go and pick a really good player at two, and then they try to use 12 to get back up. So between 11 and 12, those two teams seem to be the target. And there's enough, there's enough in their arsenal to make it happen. For Tampa to go from 19 to 2, that's a 3. That's a harder thing to do. So if teams were trading up, though, it seems like you feel like it would be for C.J. Stroud and not for anyone else, despite all the steam that we've seen on Will Levis over the last 48 to 72 hours. I, I've, I've, I was told this morning driving in here early that it was going to be Levis at 2. Really? I, I don't have any feel for what who likes the quarterbacks. I mean, I've heard Levis to Indianapolis. I've heard Levis to Houston. You know, I know Nick really well. I've been in the draft room with Nick. I'd have a hard time seeing him liking like Anthony Richardson. I'd have a hard time seeing him falling in love with Stroud. I could see him liking I could see him liking Levis. I could see that. But he knows if he doesn't get to three, he's not getting Levis. If he can control two and three, if he can control two and three, he can get the quarterback he wants and he get the defensive player he wants. It's gonna be costly though. Levis is Plus 750 to go number two overall or number three overall. So plus 750 on both of those odds boards. He's three to one to be the second quarterback selected where things sit right now. I feel like most people coming in had Will Levis largely pegged to be that number four overall selection to the Indianapolis Colts based on the feel of Shane Steichen and what they would like out there. But you think he could go earlier still? I mean, look, I think everything's a guess at this point. You know, we had it really Rick, is. I can't get over it. I mean, we don't Rick know. Venturi, I don't have a full sense of comfortability. Do I think the Colts take Stroud? I don't. But you know, uh, do I think they take Richardson? It makes more sense than Stroud, even though 
Stroud played better in college football than Richardson has. But if you're Shane Steichen and you want to develop the six-back offense like you've developed in Philadelphia and you want to carry that over, which obviously you wouldn't have signed Gardner Minshew if you didn't want to kind of keep the system in Philly the same, not that Minshew can run it. But to me, the Richardson pick makes sense, but he doesn't make sense that he's going to have a hard time playing right away. Well, I kind of hope that he doesn't because I like his over seven and a half draft position. So I would like Anthony Richardson to fall out of the top eight. Yeah, I mean, look, I I, I think I've been saying, look, I I don't believe that any of these quarterbacks are top 10 quarterbacks with exception of Bryce Young. That being said, the desperation Mm -hmm. and the social media pressure and the pressure from the owners and the owner's ability to just change course at a moment's notice because they've got so much invested in these franchises that it, I think it adds layers to the complicated matter that you're trying to over. We're lying to ourselves to think any of these quarterbacks are going to be elite. We really are. And it definitely does feel like that social media and like outward linear media pressure impacts the owners a lot more than it does the coaches and GMs. Absolutely it does. They they sit there. They don't like driving to work and listening to them get hammered on the radio. <laughs> they don't like all their friends at the country club telling them how bad they are. Why do you think Woody Johnson went all in on Aaron Rodgers? He got tired. He's tired of, you know, he was over in Ireland for two years. He got tired of of taking a beating at his country club. He got tired of taking, you know, they, they do. They get tired. You know, when are you ever going to win, Woody? You know, okay, now I'm going to win. We're going to get this guy in here. We're going to win. I think that's a lot. Cal McNair is the same way. It'll be interesting to see with this value of the team, Washington, at $6.05 billion, if there's anybody else that sells at this number because this is staggering, the value of these franchises. And they're going to be run more corporate than ever before. And corporate is going to allow the social media to impact what your decision-making. Because you mentioned, Woody, tough week for Wisconsin. You have Aaron Rodgers officially introduced as the new quarterback for the New York Jets and the Milwaukee Bucks fall to an eight oh seed God. and five. How did that happen? How? How did that happen? I mean, like, how do you do that? I mean, I, I said this, and I'm on record as saying this. JVT dismissed me. I said this. If Miami was the sixth seed, they would have beaten Philly at the three seed. I was clear with that. Mm-hmm. And everybody kept saying Miami's no good, Miami's no good. I get that. Their numbers are no good. I understand that. But Jimmy Butler's great. And when he wants to play, he's great. And he saved it. He saved it for the postseason. They're the A seed. Well, that's what I was going to say. They couldn't beat Chicago in the play. I feel like he load manages himself during the regular season. And you don't see this version of Jimmy Butler throughout the course of, you know, however many games he ends up playing. They're, they're put themselves in a position to be in the play in to even get the eight seed. And then they do what they did to Milwaukee. And Butler was phenomenal these last two games unbelievable i mean and you know if you're minnes if you're milwaukee i know Giannis missed some games but this is no excuse to lose you had a pretty good roster with depth do you think coach bud survives this so i mean you still won a championship two years ago i feel like they it's a long time ago. two years ago with these owners well and yeah and like with what can happen with the trajectory of your franchise after losing like this i i definitely am curious if he's able to walk away and keep his job from this but you know how much talent they have. There's no way they should have lost this series in five. No way. No. No way. No. I mean, so, they should have given more oh, resistance. The Warriors win on the road finally, finally they, by the but, way. That's man, this big should, deal. This series extend. should have been closed out. They should have won game yesterday. one. They should have won game one. I think the Warriors figured that out. I think they should have won game I think they close it out tomorrow night. Can Boston close it out? Ugh. I need them to. You I know, know you this. Do. I know you do. Because the East truly, now with Milwaukee eliminated, I mean, the East is wide open. Yeah. I mean, if Philly doesn't win the East this year, 
when are they ever going to well, win these? This is what's so crazy is you go from talking about the Eastern Conference like it's such a two-horse race. It's the Bucks, Celtics, and everybody else. And now the Celtics find themselves in a situation where they let the Hawks win two games and the Bucks are out of it already round one. It is yeah. wide open now. It's and the 76ers, who knows what could happen now that they're getting extra rest for their guys. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. I mean, they got it, it, it couldn't have gone better for Philly. Yeah. It could not have gone better for Philly. They get Boston, who's not looking like they're the dominant team that we all thought they were. They're struggling to beat Atlanta. Now, Atlanta's shooting the ball really well and scoring a ton of points. But Boston's defense doesn't look anywhere near where we think it well, is. And you just can't give up these significant leads. Same thing with the Bucks last night. You go into the fourth quarter with a 16-point lead. The Celtics go into that game with a significant double-digit lead in the fourth quarter, and you can't hold on. That's when you need to put the, the pedal to the metal and finish this thing. No question. No question. And Coach Bud, I think, is going to pay a price for this. You think they hired Nick Nurse? It would make sense. It would make sense to me, too. I mean, to me, it, it would be interesting. We'll see how things play out. Um, I know Mitch and Polly were saying earlier today that Budenholzer for them fired by the end of the day. You know, I, don't, I think they might wait. Probably you would think they might, but I think to me maybe his messaging and this is a problem when you're a GM. The message if the players aren't hearing what he's saying, you got to make a change. Yeah. Um, coming back here on the Lombardi line, our guy Will Hill will join us. He's got some plays in today's NFL draft later on in the show. Ten fifteen. Uh, Ten fifteen. Pacific, excuse me, Mike Somich, professional handicapper. And then at the end of hour two, like we always do on a Thursday, Mike Palm, VP of operations here at Circa Resort and Casino. He is going to stop by in studio. We'll get Palm's pressing three and the latest from the book with the draft. Keep it locked right here. This is the Lombardi line on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. We are live from Las Vegas in downtown. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today, and we are here to help you out. You get a daily email recap and the best bets from every show host and guest. You also get unlimited access to the vcin.com slash picks page where you can sort picks by sport matchup, event date, and more. We newly have a top VEASAN experts leaderboard as well to view betting records, profit, and ROI to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand for VEASAN pro picks. Betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access. Become a VEASAN pro subscriber today. Just $9.99 when you sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We're hanging out here at Circa Resort and Casino. Excited to welcome into the show one of our regulars, VEASAN contributor Will Hill at not the Will Hill. Locked and loaded with the NFL draft picks today, Will, despite just incredible volatility in these markets this draft is going to be insanity yeah it's uh it's one of the great days of the year it's amazing just a man reading a paper uh, a piece of paper with other men's <laughs> names and it's just we're all fascinated we're all uh just glued to the tv uh, i do sort of miss you're probably too young for it so i do sort of miss when it was it would start saturday at noon and it would just wrap around the weekend uh but man it's just it's the best day of the year uh, i'm excited for it you got Lombardi sniffling. You got Stormy sniffling now. It sounds like, I mean, you guys have been hanging out with either Brendan Fallone, Chris Moltisanti. I don't know what's going on. No, I, I've been I've been hanging around Sienna, and she always has a cold, so she kind of passes it on to me because I can't stop kissing her. So that's a big problem. So I got to deal with it. You know, I got to kind of fight my way through it. You know, I'm like Joel Embiid. I'm injured. You know, I got to fight my way through it. Just like he'll do it, right? Just like he'll do it so competitively. You, get, you so got that You got that 76er winning the East ticket? You got that 76er winning the East ticket, Will? <laughs> Not this year. 
Not this yeah. year. You did catch a little break, though, with the Celtics having to play another game, so that series won't start here for another few days. Even if Boston wins, that was a surprise. I love that people say that. I love people say that. Like, yeah, it's another – like, you think Embiid's going to be in any better shape when it starts three days out? Think I about mean, that. You got to – yeah, you got to worry about the conditioning too. If he, I mean, he obviously probably hasn't been running this whole time. So, yeah, probably. I would think Boston would would uh would win that series in, in short order. But, but the way these playoffs are going, who the hell knows? I'm still reeling from the fact that Milwaukee uh, just gave that game away last night. Hard to believe that happened. Yeah, one of the worst losses in the history of the NBA playoffs. It's certainly up there. Will, uh, when it comes to the NFL draft, though, things getting underway from Union Station in Kansas City in just a few hours. Um, are there any picks that you have in pocket that you feel pretty good about right now, just before we get to some of the ones that are playable still today? I mean, I had Levis to go second at, at long prices. I still have Levis at, at, at second to go long prices, second quarterback. Starting to get a little nervous. This Stroud steam, the Stroud to three, is certainly making me nervous. I don't, I honestly don't know what to believe with the the Anderson steam at two, um, you know, the, the Stroud steam at three. I don't know what's real. Usually the late steam is correct, but just reaching out to people usually have information. Nobody seems to be able to confirm anything. It's like the Sopranos. Nobody knows anything. So yeah. uh, I hope it's Levis too. I just, I, I don't really know what to believe. It's a hard, it's a hard year to get draft info. I don't know if it's because betting's legal now and these teams are really, you know, cracking down on on their employees. Say, hey, no issues, no leaking stuff, uh, no funny business. Especially if you think about it, Jamison Williams and all the Lions guys get suspended last week. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a, fa a factor into us not being able to, to glean any information, but it's just it's hard to come across anything that's concrete. I don't think the agents are getting any information. I think that's the big thing. I think the agents are getting buckled because they're not getting any information. They're having a hard time getting the, the data, even the agents that represent some of these elite players in the top of the first round, the quarterbacks, they don't know. I mean, Bryce Young's agent hasn't been told he's the pick in the draft. Think about that, you know? So I, I, I think to me that there is a clamp down on all the, all the information as we go through this. I want to ask you about Aaron Rodgers and your perception. Are you going to bet the Jets to uh, – because I think their odds are a little bit light compared to the Bills in the division. I agree. I like them over nine and a half. I haven't looked at division odds. To me, that's a toss-up between them and the Bills. I don't like the direction the Bills are going. It feels like they sort of missed their window. I mean, you only get so many cracks at this. You got to pay Allen here. You, you know, the team around him, the offensive line, the weapons, it's not a great team. Uh, I'm looking at it now. If that's accurate, Bills plus 130, Jets plus 230. And when the Patriots are the last are the worst team in your division, you know you have a pretty good division. I would take the Jets. I think it's going to work. I know this is more of a one-night stand than a marriage. You're not going to get Aaron Rodgers here for the next, like, seven, eight years. It's going to be two, three at the most. But I think it's going to work. I think they're going to be good. Uh, there's good skill talent around him. There's a good defense. Um, to me, this is a, a 10, 11, maybe 12-win team. They'll be in the divisional round, I would think. I think this is a team that can be really good. Now, look. Uh, I mean, Giannis talked about this last night. Just because you don't win a championship, it's, it doesn't mean it's a failure. I don't really agree with him because they lost to a team that was in the play and that they should have beat. But you're a Jet fan. Look, you haven't been to the, the playoffs in 12 years. If you get to the playoffs and win a game, uh, you're two games away from the Super Bowl, something like that. That's a hell of a year. So just because the Jets probably aren't going to win a Super Bowl based on the odds doesn't mean this can't be a success. I think the Jets are going to be really good. I could see them playing in the second or third yeah, round. My, my, my thing, Stormy, is I just don't see the Bills being that much better than the Jets, especially with my last memory of the Bills getting whooped in mm -hmm. spite, at home in, by Cincinnati, who's playing with a bunch of backup offensive linemen. I and know barely they, beating Skylar Thompson. I know they didn't have... Von Miller, I get all that, but their offense was broken by the end of the year. I, I don't see why there's so much of, like the Bills have this kind of cachet attached to them 
from last year. But if you really dig deep, they couldn't, they really weren't a great offense because they lacked, I mean, they lacked a slot receiver. They couldn't power block anybody. The quarterback was getting, I mean, Cincinnati rushed them in that game. They gave Josh Allen a ton of trouble. Well, I feel like they're given the benefit of the doubt because it's Josh Allen, because their coaching staff is what it is, because they have been the, the Bills that is a preseason favorite to win it all year after year, yeah. the last handful of years, instead of actually looking at what they have right now and where they did finish off last season, because they do look like a team that could potentially take a step back, whereas the Jets are obviously on an upward trajectory, all the young talent. And I loved the press conference from Rodgers yesterday saying all the right things. I'm going to be there at the voluntary workouts. Um, we're not, you know, we're not committing to, to long-term, but I want to be here. You got the feel that Aaron Rodgers, I mean, you know, he picked the Jets. He wanted to be there yeah. and he's making that known. So, and they, and they have a good team. They don't have a bad team. They needed, they got bad quarterbacking. They don't have a bad team. Well, they had, they had the offensive and defensive rookie of the year, and they probably could have, Brees Hall could have been a rookie of the year before sure. he got hurt as well. So I think um, those odds are only going to go down. That's why I bring it up today. Will, um, when it comes to today, though, and later on this afternoon, bets that are still on the board, I know we're seeing the flashing lights all over the place as numbers are changing, but what is available out there for people to still get in on around the country that you think might be a worthwhile bet in the draft? Yeah, there's a few over-unders that I still like. I think you can get plus 155 at some of the legal books. Bijan Robinson over 12 and a half. Ah, don't you to do me, this you, to me. Why, why, what do you, what do you have? I have him, him. I have him top 10. Okay. I need a top 10 That's Bijan not crazy, in my life. But if you're, but if you are picking, and look, he's going to be a dynamic player. He's really good. I just think if you're picking in the top 10 or 12, you're probably not going to take a running back. You probably have more pressing needs than a running back. And it's always, you know, I mean, we know you can find running backs deeper in the class. So, again, the best bets are are probably off the board at this point. But I think it plus money for him to go over 12 and a half. Um, I wouldn't be shocked. I think you can get 16 to one on the Patriots to take a running back in their first pick. Uh, the, the Patriots aren't afraid to buck the rules and just, you know, I know you're not supposed to pick a running back first overall, but they need a blue check, uh, blue chip player. They need a dynamic player. Uh, what are they picking? 16, something like that. I could see him lasting to 16. I could see him going to the Patriots. So again, it plus money is worth a little bit to, uh, to take over 12 and a half year for Robinson. Uh, a couple other over-unders flowers, the, the Boston college wide receiver, I think his number is 23 and a half. I don't know that he gets to 24. I think if he played somewhere other than Boston College, you know, if he played at Alabama, he'd be a lot more highly coveted, highly touted. To me, he is so dynamic with the ball in his hands. He, I know he's small. It reminds me a little bit of Percy Harvin, who was just a, a tremendous, you know, un, sort of an underrated player. So uh, I think, uh, you know, Lombardi, I think you said this earlier with Mitch and Pauly. After you get to 17, it's all second-round picks, so you can reach a little bit. So I think Flowers uh, will probably go here late teens, early 20s. I mean, I think this is this is what's going to happen, and I think it'll be interesting if anybody moves around. I think the offensive tackles, the, that board, has got a little bit of a concern, especially with Jacksonville losing Cam Robinson and then you know losing the Taylor to the Chiefs and mm -hmm. the free agency. So that's a that's two big holes you got to fill. You weren't. Do you, you like know, Flowers? Do you I, like him? I you know my sense of taking a little receiver in the bottom yeah. of the first round is not a very good thing. I mean. The problem right. is you want in the first round you want to pick rare you want to pick somebody who's different you know can and I think he's a good player it's just to me like you said it's a second rounder and I think when you get where are you playing him is he a slot can he win on the outside that's the question mark they, they, everybody talks like these receivers are just going to go outside and win none of them have seen press coverage in college I mean other than Alabama very few teams play press so you don't know what Zay is going to be able to motion him around but there's certainly a lot to like about the kid there's no denying that. Last minute here, Will. You had to decide picks one, two, and three. Where, oh who are they? What happens? 
Yeah, I'll go uh, Bryce Young. I'll just go based on the odds. Young, one. Anderson, two. And then I'll say Stroud, three. Maybe the Titans trade up. There's a Vrabel-Ohio State connection. They need a quarterback. So it, w- it wouldn't be good for my bets. So it's sort of an emotional hedge here. But I'll just yeah. go based on the market. I'll go with those three. The Cardinals are certainly trying to shop that number three overall pick. We do know that. Will, thank you so much. Thank Appreciate you. your time. Wish me luck. See you. Thanks good for luck, having Will. me. Good luck. Good luck. Um, although, just seeing Will Levis go number two overall would just be hard to stomach as a I person. Think he that is. Loves I, sport, I mean, I would su- look, nothing's going to surprise me. Well, tonight. we hope you cash it, Will. But ugh. of course, Will bets on Will. Yeah, That's just of course how he does. that works, yeah. right? <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, wrapping things up in hour one, talking more NFL draft when we come back. Big bet, small bet, or no bet on these respective tr- props coming up. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, hits the ice with a special offer on select playoff games. Place a first goal scorer prop wager, and if you don't win, you'll get half your stake back in a bonus bet up to 10 bucks. Enjoy the playoffs like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and parlay selection features throughout the postseason. Log in now or sign up and opt in to get a $10 bonus bet if your first goal prop wager misses the net. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to please play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets do expire seven days from issue Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. Did decent with the my plays in stick and puck yesterday. Um, the Kraken and under both came through. Congrats nice. to Femi, too, on, on his team extending that series a little bit longer. Putting the abs on the ropes, which is fun. 
Boston couldn't get it done yesterday. They fell to the Panthers 4-3, so that was my one loser. Um, but a few fun games tonight. I do like the Leafs and Lightning to go over six and a half goals. It's crazy to me that they don't just set that thing at seven right now. Every single game has soared over the total, Michael. Yeah. Um, and hopefully my Golden Knights close it out tonight on home ice against I the Jets. I hope they do. Fingers we'll probably crossed. have it on down there at the South Point. So John McLean, who's a longtime Houston beat writer, goes back to the Houston Oiler days. Yep. Uh, Tennessee Titans. He's got great relationships, and he's reporting that they were going to try. Uh, that Houston has has no indecision whatsoever. Those are national media reports, you know. And he says they're going to take Will Levis. Wow. So, what do you make of that report? That's what I heard this morning. That's what I heard this morning. I don't. I, what I make of it is it's what I heard from a really good source in the league that knows Houston. And then this one backs it up. Now, does that mean it's true? I don't know. Will 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 our man Will would love to have Will Hill would love to have that true, right? So, I don't know what to make of anything. I just know from what I talk to people, and I'm not talking to scouts. I'm talking to reliable people. They think that's what the Texans are going to do, and we've heard all this conversation. Because if Houston trades away the third pick. That that could make Houston have to lock into two to pick a quarterback. Because mm-hmm. now, if if you if you're Nick, you're sitting there, and you know that you can't get the three, okay, you can't get the three, and that he sold three to somebody else, eleven. So Tennessee's going to slide into the third spot. So you know that Tennessee's not coming up to get Jalen Carter or somebody like you know they're going to take quarterback. Mm-hmm. So. Now you're down to, if you take Will Anderson at two, now you're down to, who am I taking? Do I trade up to get Richardson? Do I trade up? What do I do here? I think that becomes the biggest issue. And so for me, it's like they need a quarterback, and what we're going to hear tonight, if they take Will Levis at two, he's been our guy all along. That's what we're going to hear. Now, I don't believe it, but that's what we're going to hear. Well, I... What's tough about the not believing it part is that what we talked about to start off the show yesterday is that like the work has been done at this point in the draft, right? Like you do have an idea of who, which of which players you do have your eye on and that you do want. So like that does surprise me a little bit to hear you say that, that you don't think that's true. Yeah. I mean, to me, I think if the owner's mandating you take a quarterback because of the public reaction and somebody in the league sent me a text saying they need to take a quarterback. And this is somebody who knows what's going on. Uh, I, I think to me, of all the quarterbacks, the one for that would fit in the Knicks system that he could grade high enough to take two is Levis. I'm not saying I like the pick. I, I understand what he's doing. He's taking the lesser of all the evils. You know, does this mean Stroud goes three and where are the Colts? They take Richardson? I mean, again, this is a bad quarterback draft of which we've not seen, and yet we could have four quarterbacks make history and go in the top four. I mean, again, it makes no sense. All the teams picking five and below are are going to be celebrating. All the great defensive players they can you know, get, offensive linemen. Got, you got you got your pick of defensive yeah. players. I mean, the Raiders would be celebrating. They got their, they're going to get a good player at seven. You know, they're going to get you know you're going to get what you who who do you want? Take it. So to me, it pushes everybody down a little bit. But I think McLean, you have to understand. McLean's really good. He's wired with Cal McNair. Cal McNair, the owner of the Texans, knows McLean can control a narrative. Right now, Will Levis to go number two overall, plus 750. 
if you think that maybe it's not at two, but that he's the second quarterback off the board available three to one. But if he's the second quarterback off the board, it feels like that's where it would be. So uh, plus 750 right now. Will Levis to be the number two overall selection. Got a little exercise for you here, yeah. Michael. We're going to do big bet, small bet, or, or no, no bet. bet. Okay. Looking at a few of these plus money props on DraftKings right now. Starting with total quarterbacks drafted in the first round. The under four and a half is still an even money price at DraftKings right now, but even that a little bit. I would say small bet on on the under. I'd go small. I just don't see Hooker. I know he says he's going to be healthy. Everybody tells me in the league he's going to miss this year. In fairness to the kid, he should miss this year because it's tough to come back from an ACL as late as he had it, especially with reps in the practice and all that. He needs a redshirt year. So I, I think to me, I, what, I would be surprised if – I would not be surprised if somebody tried to trade up in the top of the second to draft him. I would be surprised yeah. somebody tried to trade up in the bottom of the first. I bet under four and a half at plus 185 here at Circa a couple days ago. So very hopeful that that happens. <laughs> uh, you might have seen, though, Hendon Hooker yesterday posted on Twitter some video of him drop back passing, a big step in his progress trying to get back from the ACL injury. Okay, big bet, small bet, no bet. Total wide receivers in the first round under three and a half is plus 140. So uh, mine, it, it really comes down to Jalen Hyatt, right? We feel like Smith Ajobi, we feel like Addison and Flowers are going to go somewhere in the first, right? And so really it comes down to Jalen Hyatt. Does he go at the bottom of the first or is he more of a top of the second? You know, on, my, on the board that I look at, he's a 1C. So that means there could be four. But I think at the bottom of this first, there's so much uncertainty. Again, you're picking a second-round player. So it could be, you know, that could be... You could take somebody down at that part of the draft that, you know, somebody has graded in the third round. Well, and there's the the strength of the tight ends, too, that I wonder if that could dig into the wide receiver market a little bit as well. I don't hate the plus 140. So would you say small bet or no bet, but definitely not a big one? I would say small bet. Okay. You know, I think the tight end is a little bit harder to gauge because, yes, there are really good tight ends in this draft. Washington, the kid from Georgia, is a medical. It's a concern. Kincaid. The, uh, that's a medical. That's a concern. So, you know, you have a couple guys, and the Iowa kids got a medical. So that's a concern. You know, so you've got a lot of guys with you're concerned about, and that becomes a problem. Okay. For the number two overall pick right now, Will Anderson is the odds-on favorite at minus 350. When we spoke a moment ago, you said the report from John McClain, who you had talked to, Will Levis is going number two. So does that mean Will Anderson is still going to be the first defensive player off the board? Or if not... Big bet, small bet, no bet. Tyree Wilson to be the first defensive player drafted three to one. I would say small bet he is. Okay. Say small bet he is. Because, I mean, look, he's, he's been cleared. He's tall. He's, got, he's the prototypical end. He's exactly what you want. You know, he's, and he's got a huge upside to him. He's only going to get better once he gets pro coaching. Now, he was invited to the senior bowl. He had moments, but he couldn't really go because of the foot injury. He's a good-looking player now. Now, is he going to be great this first year? Probably not, but he's got all the things you want in a pass rusher. Length, range, wingspan, first step quickness, all those things you see get off the ball. He's got that. So I personally don't view Anthony Richardson as a top eight selection. His yeah. prop number set at seven and a half. I've been very clear about this. The over is minus 155. The I under it. now. I love how clear you get. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just don't. Uh, the under is plus 120, however, and you just said Maybe there's potential to make history in this draft if things get wacky. I'm going to stick to my guns and say I, I, I would small bet him to go over eight. Okay. I would. I'm with you on him. Yes. 
Like, I don't know how we can sit there and no. say the guy needs to come back and play another year and then make him a top five pick. Well, and the whole argument and, that you and Sean had the other day here on the program of you have to play him, but you can't play him. You can't play him right away. We had Rick, Rick Venturi on from the Colts today, and he talked about the same thing. He said, but at some point during the season, like with Kenny Pickett, you're going to have to get mm -hmm. him out there. Yeah. And and if they tailor the offense around them, but that doesn't fit Minshew either now. I mean, Minshew's kind of, remember, when they went to Minshew in Philly, they changed, they became more of a little bit of a passing team, not not a mm -hmm. six-back attack team. Mm -hmm. Maybe it'll be good if Gardner Minshew and Will Levis aren't sharing a quarterback room. That's a lot of personality for a one A lot room. of personality, yeah. <laughs> Just, okay, one last one here before we let you go. Dalton Kincaid. I guess I skipped over this one. First tight end selected, Dalton Kincaid. I know the medical is an issue. Plus 150 at BetMGM to be the first. I would say I would bet. Uh, a, a little bit on this one, not to be the first. I think the medical's oh, got this no. guy. I think no. Oh, bummer. So Michael Mayer is going to be the I, first I guy? I think so. I think so. I think the medical on Washington and Kincaid could keep him out of the first. All right. We've got to take a quick break. When we come back, your favorite segment, No Way or No Doubt. No Way, No Doubt. NFL Rumor oh. Mill Edition. Get ready. Buckle up. More Lombardi Line Hour 2 coming up next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 